Who knows more about music than us? The, the, the device is a black podcast playing all genres with a sprinkle of pop culture and a shit ton of foolishness. If you're not from DC, you probably don't know what size you <laughs> it is. I need some head and some moral support from you right away. You know I do. Hey, 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 hey. I'm sorry. Like, it's a new day, a new dawn, a new day. I'm opening the podcast singing Drake. What is it giving? Wow. The tables have fucking turned. First of all, fine. Second of all, that is a hit. You're not wrong. <laughs> Solid is the cut. Listen, he said, meet me on London. You know that's the hideaway. Listen. I need some head and some moral support from you right away. You know I do. <laughs> <laughs> me too, Obs. Listen, I felt seen. Don't so okay. This is why I love Drake though, because I always feel seen. Oh no, I don't feel seen on them new songs with Khaled, but whoops, them songs was dry toast. But I, I like um Grease a lot, actually. Even mm-hmm. though he sounds just like Nav, and I was like, why would you? Because you know people be getting on Drake about she loves stealing effects. Yeah, falling into whatever the fall into is. <laughs> I don't necessarily like that for him, but Kanye did that to Drake and nobody said nothing to him. Because he was able to do it in a way that felt like him, where when Drake do it, it give copy in the girls. Oh, that's fair. I mean, and honestly, if it wasn't for Kanye, we wouldn't be able to have Drake. Well, it's a trick. I've been waiting all my life. It's so many songs out. It's so oh, much good music out. Can we talk about everything like right now? <laughs> Y'all really been screaming about this Carlay song. <laughs> The whole chat be screaming, I ain't been waiting on my life. <laughs> for you to get this right. For you to shit I like. <laughs> That's my part, though, because I get it. I've been waiting for you all my life to do the shit that I like, sis. Hello? Sister and sister woman. Woo! That's just right. Hey. Okay, so what I'm be talking with before I keep singing? Off key. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the best part. Bad bitch for the bankroll. Oh yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I don't. I didn't bring this up in the chat, but why wasn't that on A Marie's little double EP thing? Ooh, no shade. That is that type of song. Is Koi Leroy is a weird little girl, and she um sounds like a robot, but she went off on on that verse on that song. I don't like Big Purr because it sounds too tectonic plateish. I don't understand. That's my song. I like it's a hit. Monica Arnold said it's a hit. It's a hit. Monica's also ghetto. Everything everything is ghetto. Every- <laughs> it's just like everything is bigger. Everything is ghetto. Everything is ghetto. Boy LeRae or whatever their child name is. I just found out that that was Benzino's daughter. Yeah. Uh, I, that's new information for me as of like a week ago. And yeah. questions and concerns. Um, I mean, I don't have I don't have anything else to say now that I know who she is. I'm actually sad about it. Um, She's also featured on the Tomboy remix by Destiny Rogers, and I love that song too. Oh, I don't know that song. I like that song. Boom, 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 boom. 
It's so much music. Wait, that oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, love that song. And And she the cover of the little white girl singing it, and she went off. No, that is the girl who sings it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So. Come off, little white girl. Come or go off, little white girl. No, that is her song. But the rapper girl from Blackpink did a dance movie to the song. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, okay, okay. Neo, Neo, I'm connecting El Datos. Right. <laughs> Come on, happy Cinco de Mayo, children. Okay, so slime language. So for anybody that's like, what the hell are they talking about? What are they singing about? So YSL, Young Stoner Life. Um, record label um, <laughs> helmed by Young Thug, co-commanded by Gunna, put out a compilation album of all their artists called Slime Language 2. And that's what slaps. I mean, like, out of 22 songs, which I felt was a little offensive. Hey, friends with Chris Brown. It's fine. Huh? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> a little offensive. But um, out of 22, I would say, like, more than half are, are like supreme slappers. <laughs> and that's all that we can ask for. But it's actually 31 songs on the deluxe. So I have some due diligence to be done. Oh, well, I need to go back because I'm only listening to the 22. But I just want to say, like, first of all, that they really kind of went crazy in terms of the songs, uh, the sequencing of the songs. Mm-hmm. So... Slatty is like the perfect intro for the album. Then Diamond, um, then Ski, which is like the single right now. Then Diamonds Dancing, Solid, which is um the Drake song. Really Came good. and saw Lil Baby was going off. Paid the fine is cute for like you know the heartbreak uh hood niggas. <laughs> um, you always need one of those. <laughs> Proud of you with Uzi. Uzi, I'm so proud of you. That song is so cute. What else? I like, I like is with um, Carlay and um, Koi LeRae, which I was just singing. I've been waiting on Hit. Warrior with Lil' Key, who is like me and Corey's son. And even Big Sean verse on Warrior was bomb, which I was shocked because, you know. You don't like Big Sean. It be Ifiana with, with that one. I think um, he uses a lot. Then it's called Pots and Pins. Then Rockstar. Like, all of them songs slap. Like, all, like, and that's back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Like, it's like, crazy. Get and then, real quick, then I just wanted to also shout out, um, Carla has another song on there called Trance, which, go, which goes off. And then it's another song um, called That Go. I think it's That Go that has um, Meek Mill. And Meek actually kind of went off, too. <laughs> and Meek just be loud, but he actually said something this time. Come on, say something. I'm done yelling and standing. <laughs> the features on this deluxe are actually crazy. I'm scrolling through kind of gagged. They got a song with Cuddy called Kid, called um, Moon Man. Oh, that's that's on the original with my new crush. Oh, they resequenced this then because I thought that that was new. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, with my new crush. Um, what's his name again? Strick. Yeah, Strick, my new boo. He be on live all the time, but he don't be doing nothing. You gotta. I'm changing. Love him. He's beautiful. Hey, Strick. Uh-uh. I'm cool on that. I've also been waiting all my life for him. Um. <laughs> I'm cool off the yeah, they got they got so they have Drake, they got Cuddy, they got Uzi, 
they got uh huh don tolliver jim jones travis oh oh see all of them is the new people the don tolliver the jim jones that's all um new love to see it i need to get into the um the new of the new the new new because i rock the new new shit because they got travis scott on there too Mm -hmm. future but future's like lost his luster i'm sorry i don't think they will ever get another march madness and that's what i'm sad about because at one point i really did like future like like dirty Dirty price too yeah top to bottom no skips love percocet a stripper like loved the whole thing but something has changed yeah he's not I don't know what it is. I hope he's well. Right. Prayers to the family. Yeah. And by the family, all of the different baby moms and women that he still be sleeping with unprotected. Oh, God. And that's not slander. Like, I know them. Uh Well, a Sice exclusive. (laughs) Um, Speaking of rap compilations, DJ Khaled came out with his album. Star Studded. Yeah, also, and, like, people on Twitter was trying to hate and say, oh, the album was so bad, da-da-da. And I'm like, was it? Because Khaled only responsible for the beats. They were talking about this on the Oprah Rose show. He not even really responsible for the beats either. Like, Oh, he don't make the beats no more? Khaled don't produce like he used to produce. Like, when Khaled became famous, he became famous for, like, being an actual producer and all of that. He kind of just rallies the troops now. Do that make sense? Like he brings. Oh, so he's like A and R's. Yeah, but like they they had this exact same conversation. But he really not A and R either because he don't do that for nobody else. A and R kind of builds. The no, story. I mean, no, I'm not saying he's an A and R. I'm saying he just A and R's the albums. Like he know who to put on what and to do what. Kinda, but yeah, basically because they they say that Diddy is like the best A&R of all time type shit and that's all that Diddy be doing. So it's the same thing. Mm. Well, either way, he got taste. He know what it's giving because um pops on here. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, everybody was acting dumb because every chance I get is a fucking hit and y'all know I love Dirk and I do be like purposefully biased. But I am not a blind fan, and I will say when he raps off beat, but every chance I get is my shit. Cardi B, Big Paper, I don't care what nobody say, Cardi back and her mixtape bag on that one. Rapping. I don't understand why she was so nervous about putting music out, because you know how she was kind of like spinning the wheels, trying to get the same type of recognition she got off that first album, and Lucy's was just coming out because we got money, we got press, we just mm-hmm. got those random songs. And then right before Up came out, it was like rumors that she was nervous about being a sophomore slump. Check out our last episode. There don't exist. But if Big Paper was her first single, what do you mean? Out the gate. Out the fucking gate. Wow. Rap, Belkalise. Yeah, like, she really, you know I love hearing girls talk they shit, so. And, like, she got a different type of cadence now. Like, it's, it's like, more skillful. Like, I was like, wait a minute, this sounds like an old-school female rap song, like, but with a new beat, and I like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, she rapping like it's it's rap DVD time. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Come on, Rap City, The Basement. I just want to, like, 
uplift a very particular part where she went off and the beat was just so crazy and it's a video of Khaled and um <laughs> and Joe. Joe dancing to it but oh. when she said she said I saw bitches move culture out the car seat got these hoes nervous I can spit it to their heartbeat super valid anytime I link with Khaled platinum plaques hang on every wall in my palace clips still push to anybody speaking malice Fashion icon, couple mil for my stylist. Five number ones, you got five number nuns. Sleeping on Cardi, all that napping shit is done. Off with your head, all that camping shit is done. And I got Hollywood waiting when this rapping shit is done. Bitch, tell them. She ate it. Tell them. Wow, like that alone made me be like, <laughs> run us the album card. Woo! And, and you right know that song, it flows into "We Going Crazy" with her. And yeah, y'all know we love to hate her, but "We Go Crazy" is a fucking hit. No, that is a hit. I need a video stat as soon it's as coming. I, I think they recorded it already. She was walking around on the beach with Khaled, and they both was like, "I don't like neither one of their walks." I'm gonna just say that to be as least inflammatory as possible. <laughs> but like, they walk the same, and. I can tell that that song was probably made for Rihanna, but Rihanna yep. hanging the industry nooch right now. Yep. And looking good while doing it. So yep. her took took her place, but she she delivered it. I'm not mad at all. And you know, we tried to count um we tried to count um the Migos out, but they verses came through. Yeah. Sounded good. Yeah. I mean, it made us want more Migos music. Give me Handsome and Wealthy. Give me Fight Night back again. Yeah, we need that Super Bowl as well. Come on. Um, let's go to Atlanta. No. <laughs> I was going to say, okay, and I was like, wait a minute. I knew you was going to say that. You had to reel it in. You had to readjust. What? I had to readjust. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. The other songs are like just okay. But it's not because the beats are bad. It's because the people, the rappers' verses, not good. I kind of disagree with that because my song is Where You Come From with all of the legendary reggae people. Oh, no, 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 no. I was about to say, that one, I love that he, I was going to say, I love he ended the album with that because that was lit. They got a video for that and everything. Everybody looked yeah, good. The video was gorgeous. Everybody's skin looked good. I was like, what's going on in Jamaica? I need to go there. You know my little sister in Jamaica right now grinding on her baby daddy in the middle of the street. Oh, my God. <laughs> While I'm over here singing, do what pop pop with your ass. <laughs> you will tell people business. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Just the family. <laughs> but, I mean, we already heard the two songs with Drake. You talked about how you didn't like those. That's Dry fine. toast. I still like them. And I, even though I'm tired of Jay-Z and Nas doing this whole, like, we friends now thing, the Sorry Not Sorry song don't really get on my nerves. Mm, they wasn't saying nothing of no normal cryptocurrency. I'm an investor. I'm married to Beyonce. I'm rich. Okay. What else, girls? Yeah, like, Jay-Z don't have nothing else to talk about now. So that's that. Yeah, they can keep the dead rips. I, I don't need it. Just be fine, Nas. And Sean just... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Moving right the fuck along. <laughs> we was talking about this before we started the cast, but streaming services are doing this weird thing where 
if a song wasn't available for streaming, no matter how old it was, it will pop up in the new releases playlist. Who knew that Brandy had a song on the Batman Forever soundtrack? Not I. First of all, sing. It sounds like something that should have been on like a D'Angelo album, which also doesn't make sense for the soundtrack, but she sound good. Love to hear it. I'm gonna put it on the playlist. She always sound good, so. Taught the industry how to sing. Par the course. Right. What's new? What's new? Good. Brandy been looking the best. Oh, Brandy uh, lost all that weight and look so. I'm not fat shaming. I'm just making a statement that she lost a lot of weight. <laughs> um, and yeah, she looked great. She looks so happy. She do look real happy, and she got something coming out on TV with a bunch of other famous people that I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna watch it for the nostalgia. Right, because, like, DeBrat is in it. Random Notori is in it. Somebody else is Was Queen Latifah in it? Eve. Eve, that's who it was. One of the dykes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, he's so inflammatory. <laughs> anyway, um, so the reason why Muse brought this up is because I see Miguel, our dealer, Sheik, in my new music, and I thought it was one of his old projects getting re-released, but apparently it's new music. Yes, our dealer, Sheik, 4 is good. <laughs> I'm still cracking up at what things that I shouldn't be saying. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's like four songs, and one of them was out already. It's called Funeral. That was like a Lucy from his last era. It came out soon enough for it to be like a new project, but not late enough for it to be a new project, if that makes sense. But it's mm-hmm. four songs. It's Funeral, Triangle Love, Thinking Out Loud, and So I Lie, Baby. Thinking Out Loud is one of JoJo's best songs. I just wanted to say that. That's fair. Thinking Out Loud is one of JoJo's best songs. And she, the project that it was on was bomb, too. Yep. JoJo could do no wrong. Like, sing to us Black Swan on The Mad Singer. Crown my girl queen. We will be talking about her later as well. Always. Like, we talk about JoJo daily. At this should. Point. We should. She's important. Everyone should. So on JoJo, Tri- I'm so proud of you. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> the ghetto keeps seeping out. On Triangle Love, Miguel does this thing that I love that artists do when they put movie clips in the song. Like, if you remember Frank Ocean's Love Crime, how he had eyes wide shut clips at the end, and they was, like, arguing and yelling and stuff like that. Miguel did the same thing, but with Closer, which is one of my favorite movies ever. And it's just so tight when they do stuff like that because it's exactly what the song is about, is what that movie was about. That's my favorite song on there. But Think Out Loud, So I Lie, and Funeral are great songs as well. Come back to us, Gail. <laughs> he looked good. He also is about to be in whatever Ro James is coming out with. And Ro James need to bring his ass on the cast and stop playing. Yeah, it's been too long. I'm over the playing of the games. Um, who's also playing games is her. Listen, um, baby. First of all, her girl. We're actually sick of you, except for when you do stuff we like. Um, <laughs> and we liked you on Khaled's album. We like you on Drums' album, which we'll talk about later. But we do not like this new single. She announced her first, her debut album is finally coming and then dropped the weakest single with Chris Brown that no one is listening to. So, few things. The song is boring. It doesn't build. It doesn't really go anywhere. 
they gonna sound good because it's their voices. Like Chris Brown and her sing. We all know that the technicality of the vocals is there. But like you could tell that this is just a Tierra Thomas song that she wanted to get onto the album. Cause Tierra Thomas is her writing partner. And she's co-wrote a lot of the songs that we love by her. But this is a blatant like Tierra Thomas. It probably was her song and she got re she got her to sing over it type of thing. And it's just her, her no, stay in the writer's room, sis. And like collaborate. Don't put out anything that's solely you because Chris didn't save it. It's just, it, it goes nowhere. It's really like- the And that's when you know it's bad when a little Chris Brown yin 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 can't bring it back. Yeah, that's weird. Like, I don't know, her meanders in a space that I don't really understand, but I know she comes out with quality at the same time. So it's like, well, let me just wait till it's my turn. Right, pretty much. That's what it give with her. Yeah. Mm. It, she'll do a bunch of stuff that I like back to back and then it'll be like one or two things that I'm like, well, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, because damage is still damaging me. Like, it goes off. <laughs> Not damage is still damaging me. The damage is done. In a good way. Damage is a hit. But after we got all of these EPs, projects, mixtapes, dat piff downloads, and whatever else from her so far, her <laughs> she's finally coming out with her debut album. It's going to be called In the Back of My Mind. I'm excited about it, but I'm not excited about this first song. I hope that this is a page out of Sierra's book where it's just a buzz single and we go. But get it ain't buzzing. Well, that's what happens to Sierra. It'll be like, oh, well, that song ain't really do that well. So we will come up with a real single next. I'm hoping that that's what happens. One thing about the song I do like is Chris Brown takes the top and her takes the bottom. Take the bottom. <laughs> you take the top and I'll take the bottom. Um, because like Chris Brown is falsetto down the entire time and her is singing in her lower register, especially on the chorus. So I like that because sometimes it makes them sound like one person. Mm -hmm. But that's just me being a like a vocal nerd. That's not making me like the song no more. Right, right. So Yeah, the girls tried, but mm. dust yourself off and try again. Dun, 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 dun. You don't have to go. I know that's right, Aaliyah. <laughs> Better known as Ali. Give me goosebumps and hot fever. Hey. It's just believer. Hey, don't you? Baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of baby girl, before we move on to like stuff that I know Stephanie care about, <laughs> is this new girl named Maita or Maya? Oh no. Um Vic told me to listen to her. I just um I'm doing it on Friday. But yeah, Vic <laughs> was like, get on her line. So her project is bomb. It's called Habits. But the song that introduced me to her was a song called Baby Girl, and you reminded me of that. And she actually sings some random white girl, looked like she could have been in a regular black high school and just was chilling with the homies, nondescript, nothing really special about her from a look perspective. But I think that they're working through that. And she got this other bomb song with Kate Trinata on the beat called Toxic. Like, music is being had on her project. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, people don't be referring us to nothing bad, so. Fair. Fair. Oh, I sent you a song today, too, from um, one of my internet friends, and it goes. Oh, I looked at that, and I did a press play because you know my job. I be under the shackles of employment. Yeah, quit the job. Um, 
<laughs> Stephanie want me to quit my job so bad. And I've had like four jobs since I've known this lady. And she be wanting me to quit them all. But the song she sent me is Meraki. It's called Lisa Leslie. Everything. I like it. I like it. I'm going to listen to it tonight. I like the cover. I like the name. Yeah. Legendary. So, um, who else? This is so much new music. Oh, my God. Hiatus Coyote. Y'all, you have to give God the glory because <laughs> last year, year before last, the lead singer from Hiatus Coyote, Napalm, was battling cancer real bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just thank God that she made it through and that they're giving us a new album because it's about to be a problem. Yeah, it is. I misspoke earlier. The song with Kate Trinata is called Teen Scene. But circling okay. back to Hiatus Coyote, sing white people. <laughs> Them white people be fucking singing. Stephanie <laughs> made a real cute little video for the interwebs with her little um <laughs> with her little Ari Lennox dress on, shaking not, it. Not the Ari Lennox dress, <laughs> bye. <laughs> she thought I wasn't gonna call it out. That was an Ari Lennox exclusive. Was it dog? <laughs> is that a read or are you no, being recorded? Because we be thinking that Ari Lennox little dresses be cute, but she don't wear them right. And she always got that red bag with it. Oh god, she always got a a church purse with a with a um club girl outfit. Like, what is it giving? Walk into the room purse first. But <laughs> um, but yeah, and that was to their first single, Get Sun, which is everything. I mean, they're just like a they're like a jam band. Like you can't mm-hmm. not love them. And that's one of the things I really like about them because everything sounds like live instrumentation. Everything makes mm-hmm. you want to a picnic basket and go outside and dance. Like, it just give funk fest. It give, like, amphitheater, mm-hmm. um, trap, like, Meriwether Post Pavilion. It just feels like outdoor music. And I like that. Yeah, I'm so excited for this album. And I was like, being a bitch and being like, I can't wait till June, whatever, when this comes out. And I'm like, girl, it's May already. It's finna be June. It's fine. <laughs> Time is a construct. Everything goes. Like, fine. literally, how's the week already over? I mean, I'm glad because I live for the weekends now. It give get me out of this fucking hellhole. But <laughs> also, can y'all go get vaccinated so that we can go outside? I mean, y'all gonna go outside anyway, but still. I was about to say, the dogs are already outside, King. You know, I keep a 50-pack of masks in my pocket. I'm not playing with y'all. They are already outside. Oh, my God. Okay, before we forget and before we move on to talk about our now listenings, which, like, we kind of already did, but, like, not really, because um, we're really talking about new music, but Moneybag, yo. Mm. He rapping now. Listen to me, everybody. So... I always liked Moneybag Yo as a person. Like, I was like, oh, you know, he seems fun and he be on the internet being crazy and the memes and blah, blah, blah. And everybody loved um, Says Something with City Girls. That was a hit. I really enjoyed the album with um, Not Yo Gotti. What's the other guy name that that also don't got a neck that always be calling people whores? Oh my God, I do be getting all of these people mixed up because I thought we were talking about Yo Gotti for the longest, but now that I know who we're talking about, I can chime in appropriately. I don't know who you're talking about right now, though. I'm blanking, but 
whatever, it's fine. Um, Kodak Black? With Black Youngsta, that's his name. Same person. So that album was called Cold Red, and I did like that album, but um, I think it just hit different now that I'm listening to a uh, Moneybag Gill album by himself, and the album is called A Gangsta's Pain. Let me tell y'all something. This man rapped from the first song to the last song, and it's 22 songs on here. And, and like the only re- the only song that I skip because I'm like whatever is the future song. It's other songs I skip, but not because they're not bad. So- it's not because they're bad songs. It's because the songs really be like a black man's pain. And I think he this he does such a good job like storytelling and stuff. But the story the songs be it just be putting me in a sad place because he just really is talking some shit. So. I don't play certain songs, but otherwise, out of twenty-two songs and like some some feats, some um, yin, 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 like it opens up with an intro or whatever. Every single song on here slap. Like he's going crazy. I love the song with Janae, but you knew I was gonna say that. And I like the song with Janae. And I didn't know you was gonna say that. Yeah, I like this. Like I think Janae is good in a features way look at stephanie being on the right side of history i didn't got her to like drake no 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 no. i've always liked her on features i never want to hear her by herself Aww. i've always liked her on features i'll give you that yeah. she could sing yeah she can she just don't always and that blows me and she say i just don't care about but when she be on features <laughs> she say stuff i care about so um but i want to specifically talk about um certified neptunes with pharrell Listen, because that is the song. Darling. <laughs> we say really crazy things. We ain't said darling in a while. Darling? Yeah. Like, Pharrell first came of all, huh? I said Pharrell came through with this song. Didn't really come through with that hotel, but I'll take a picture <laughs> in front of it. But this is my shit. So I think what made me really love um, Certified Neptunes, and I I guess I could say the same thing for Projects, which is also produced by um, Pharrell and Chad, but it was nice for a traditionally trap beat rapper to rap over something else. I was literally about to say that, because I think that the monotony of trap music is what make me feel like their songs don't be real. So when I find out that they have the ability to stretch over top of what I consider actual production or like mm-hmm. real instruments or real music or whatever, then it's like, oh, I actually, I like you a lot more than I thought that I did. And this album in general made me feel like, oh, I could pay attention to Moneybag Yo outside of him being with Ari or whatever back in the day. You know, I love that couple. Um, Hood love is good love. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean... And of course, there are some trap beats, but his cadence isn't always the trap cadence. Mm. Like, he just really switched it up. And this feels like a mature, grown, spent some time on it type album. And you know, we'll be giving the male rappers too much because their albums don't be feeling like that. Yeah. But like, his album, I feel the same way as like when I listened to Mulatto. And I was like, yo, Mulatto was really showing her skills, showing storytelling, showing that they can rap over any type of beat. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what made me actually pay attention to this because I'd be over it and they don't be doing nothing. And I'd be like, oh, this is not for me. 
But because the storytelling aspect is so prevalent in this, it's like, oh, you actually been through some stuff and I'm interested in your story. Like, I want to know you about mm-hmm. I want to know what you want me to know, right? And usually what they be rapping about be making me not care. Yeah. So I'm glad he found a way to bring us all in because um, they. it seems like the male rappers struggle with that right now. Yeah, because they don't really have a lot of stuff to say. I yeah. mean, even like and like even the wordplay, like he got a song called Wakisha, which apparently I don't I don't lean into the lean industry industrial complex, but apparently the new name for lean is Wak. And um so the song Wakisha, he's talking about his addiction to Wak to to Wak and you know he says in one part he says something like I should be in therapy, but I use I use this as my therapist or something like that. Like he really be speaking to a black man's pain. Like <laughs> <laughs> I love and I just love that he the way the song he writes the song he making something he's talking about his girlfriend. He be like, yo, this shit toxic, but we both keep running back. Blah blah blah. Like you know. Whenever they personify, and I love, I love when rappers can take a, a a subject and make it sound like they're talking about something else. Right. It's almost like when R and B singers have a gospel song, but they make it seem like they're talking about they love interest. Love that. Right. It's the exact same thing. Or like Brown Sugar with D'Angelo. Like you think he's talking about a girl, but he's talking about weed. Right. And I didn't know that until very recently, like in my adult life. Same. And I was like, wait a minute. Same. I like it even more now. I love a double entendre. Entendre, make it a double. Uh, you dumb. But I also want to say, like, that's one of Stan certified Neptunes one more time. Yo, the way <laughs> he was switching up flows and riding that beat. He thought he was Azealia Banks. Yo, he said, stop trying to impress these hoes. Nigga, do what best fits you. If your loyalty don't match mine, it ain't shit with you. Then the beat changed, and then his cadence changed, and he say, I'm on that walk. I feel like Pac. I got that juice, Bishop. Blow the money. Hustle. Get it back, nigga. It's that simple. They yeah, say I didn't know he had it in it. was making too much money. Ah! Uh-huh. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> we really be dancing like we had to go-go on the cat. It's like, us was making too much money. And everything we had was costing too much money. And all my side bitches taking too much from me. Hey. I know that's right. <laughs> I love saying I know that's right after stuff. I actually know that that's wrong. The side bitches do not need to be taking the money. But <laughs> and for you should have no side bitches. Well. The song goes. <laughs> that well was unintentionally shady. I don't know that he has side bitches. And it sounded like I did. Oh, because you be knowing stuff. Do and I be trying not to put it out there in the world. <laughs> positive vibes. <laughs> Some of the positive vibes. Yeah. Um, what's not a positive vibe though is Chris Brown and Tory Lanez doing an album together. Why? Not interested. It's just like two bad men. No. Who won? Who asked for that? I don't even know why that's a thing. I don't have much information because I don't care, and I probably will be listening. I'm sorry. I'm gonna act like I don't like it, but I'm gonna listen to it. But like, regretfully, I don't want to. <laughs> I'll crack it up because you really are sad about it. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is what I said to one of my group chats. I was like, all the work that Chris Brown has done over these years to get back in everybody's good graces, he just completely undid just now. 
Not even just now. I think that he's been actively working to undo it, honestly. Chris Brown be looking the fucking fool. The drugs are showing. You can't speak without a slur. You look high all the time. No. I mean, in terms of like, I feel like you only notice that because you pay attention to him, but the greater community is not on his Instagram. They don't know what he looked like. Oh. They just know he got the song so crazy that everybody like, I'm talking about like regular people. Oh. Like regular people, Chris Brown is back in their good graces. Still, that's interesting. Because even the way that his relationship unfolded with Karuchi gave me very much. But that, but that's because you be on the internet and you know. I'm talking about regular people. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like people who who don't be caring about celebrity business. Chris Brown is back in their good graces. Like people liked the music he's been putting out. So wait, like. Do people not care about pop culture like we do? I know. No. That's a, that's a dumb question. I know that they don't. <laughs> but I'm starting to realize that it is a phenomenon or like an anomaly that I know a lot about pop culture in cir- certain circles. And I'll just be like, what do we all be doing? Like, yeah, I'll be on Chris Brown Instagram. I don't even follow him and I know what the pictures give. He looks drugged out. He was on Justin L.A. Boy's um. It's Justin LaBoy, but my ghetto ass really thought that it was just in L.A., boy. Anyway, he was on there looking like the Crypt Keeper. And I'm just like, okay, Chris, reel it in. Because what are your cheekbones poking out like that for? Why are your eyes halfway closed? He never got them teeth fixed. Like, I just, I don't know. I love Chris Brown and I want the best for him. And it don't seem like he wants the best for himself. So now that he's about to do this career ending, um, even though it's not going to end his career because toxicity breeds toxicity and the world is toxic, they're going to eat this Chris Brown and Tory Lanez mashup up. And I'm going to be over it because I'm going to end up liking a couple songs. <laughs> I'm laughing because you is. <laughs> you will be mad. You will be so mad. They don't have any redeeming qualities. Chris Brown can sing down and he can perform his ass off. Those are good things. But other than that, and I have nothing good to say about Tory Lanez. His fingernails dirty. And he's, his hairline is weird. And he's unattractive. And he has zero talent. Like, there's nothing nice to say about him. I'm sad because somebody just commended me on our show not being as inflammatory and messy as was once previously. And we didn't just read the whole industry. <laughs> what, what we said that was messy? Oh. <laughs> we were here talking. We joning. Like, we talk about the airline. That's not inflammatory. These are facts. <laughs> Glad you know. You're it's not. one thing to, like, be messy, but we're not being messy. We're telling the truth. And the truth. He has you. no talent in that body of his. That little, small body. There's not an ounce of talent in there. I'm just going to never... I'm never going to forgive him for whatever that Megan drama was. And never. His music is very it's derivative of everything else that's going on if i had to pick one and it's not as good it don't make you like reminisce that's what i was about to say if i had to pick one of those boys to follow it wouldn't be tory i randomly like bryson tiller better than tory and i don't care for bryson tiller as much as the rest of the world out of that batch give me party next door please party next door me please party next door one two and three classics what do tory lanes have Chicks tape. And them not good. So he's not. I, I don't care. Yeah, I like too, but still. He looks like nothing. 
But let's end this on a high note. The queens of quarantine are back. The dolls. So <laughs> at the beginning of the panty, oh, damn, that don't even seem like it was that long ago. And that was all of a whole year ago. But JoJo, Tinashe, stay on the tip of our tongues. <laughs> But we literally talk about them on every episode anyway, but they've been giving us... They keep doing stuff. Yeah, they've been giving us the reason. So y'all know how they wore us out last year, all quarantine, because they kept hitting us over the head with digital concerts, music after music, features after features. JoJo came up with three different versions of the same album. Like, we've been standing since the beginning began, but they still going. Into the new year of quarantine, the year of our Lord, 2021. And they doing it all over again. And they done brought Brina up here with them because she got a virtual concert coming up. Sabrina V. Claudio. I'm going to be spent. I'm not leaving the house. Yeah, pretty much. Like, first of all, Tanashi's been doing all these intergalactic um, performances. <laughs> and they've been okay. We had to keep our girl honest. Because yeah. she was trying to dance super hard, full out, and sing at the same time. But she finally relented and got um, a recorded vocal. Yep. And they done judged around some production. And she even did that other one that we saw recently with their live band. And they ate Everything. Tanashi so yeah. is killing it. And then JoJo did a one-year anniversary of the Good to Know project. And I just... JoJo's best, better than everybody. Good to know is her best album. Yeah, agreed. Hands down. Hands down. And she performed. She looked so good with the little hip cutouts on the big pants. I love me some JoJo. Wow. But I'm really excited to see what Sabrina Claudio comes out with on this new tour of hers because she's been kind of quiet and we see she has. the Brina of all Brina. I mean, I still love her Christmas album. I just melt, still melts me, so. Mm-hmm. Come on, a sexy Christmas. <laughs> Come on, a slutty Christmas. We love that. Make it hot. Ah! <laughs> Why is make it hot funny to me? Ah. Oh, God. Make it hot. Hey. I got what you want. I got what you want. I got what you need. I got what you need. I get another shot. Yes, you uh-huh, can. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tickle it, though. He be in the background and shit. Uh, yes, you can. <laughs> Talking. Shut up. Like, boy, if you don't sit your ass down. If he talk all through this Justine Sky album, I'm going to be over it. I actually won't be because I like the voice, but that's my own inner perversion. I do think that we need to discuss this. I'm scared, friend. I'm not going to hold you. I'm really scared because the last time Timberland took, you know, took the reins over somebody's career, things got weird. (laughs) I'm just over here quiet because I'm just like, damn. And like, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Tink. Whatever Whatever the fallout of Timberland and Tink was left our girl in disarray she's been still coming out with music and we've been liking it but it's just not the backing or the strength or the machine that would have been her under Timberland's tutelage right everybody was super excited for her to come out like 
he said something very weird about comparing her to Aaliyah, and I think that that was part of it as well. But we expected great music to come out from that. But then nothing happened. Literally just nothing happened. Nothing happens. And then when she did put Winner's Diary 4 out, it only had one Timbaland song, and it was way after the fact. Mm -hmm. And that was a shock because according to Fader Magazine, the fallout was bad. It wasn't like a pleasant uncoupling. (laughs) It It was like a lover's quarrel. Like, bye, I'm out. Mm -hmm. fuck you like you are the improper influence like it gave that Mm -hmm. so i don't know but he's about to do the same shit with justine sky and in my mind justine sky thrives the best when she is under the tutelage of one specific producer because eight ounces still goes down in history as one of the dreams best people like what are you doing with this girl oh like but the dream kind of eats women like i love the way that he does that yeah he kind of he knows what to do with a good girl yeah and historically we know that timberland does too but i'm just i don't know what i've heard doesn't sound blatantly timberland which i like because i like a little oh timberland did that like yeah i said it when i found out right oh i love that love that it doesn't sound like quintessential timberland but it still sounds really good and i think that justine has a different enough type of fan base to stand this test because like she's not super duper popular for music she's just everybody thinks that she's pretty and she used to hang out with the kardashians and used to be on tumblr so all of those things grouped together people know who she is but musically we the only people on her line which is crazy because her music is so good like she don't be missing ever since ever since eight ounces but honestly kicking the door down with ultraviolet there's been no misses since then at all i ain't even trying to hold you up Uh, we can get it popping where you live i'm gonna show your ass how to live music the one wow open up the album bitch (laughs) (laughs) yo oh i've got to listen to that tonight you know if I love to go to waste I know that's right um, because you don't but yeah Twisted Fantasy is the name of the project that she's coming out with under Timbo and prayers to the songs like I think (laughs) (laughs) I think that it's going to be good to me but I just hope to us I'm gonna love it I never not love her music yeah I think that we're going to like it but us liking it is not always enough hence us having this podcast so that we can rally the people and get them on the right side of history as well. So I know I'm gonna like it. I'm excited for it. I just hope that the curse of, I don't know, what can we call it? Like the haunting of Aaliyah? Like, I don't know, cause- Yeah, because he's never been able to take an artist, a new artist and give them the same, breathe the same life into them the same way he did with Aaliyah. Yeah, he hasn't. but. The difference here is maybe we could classify Justine Scott as a Carrie Hilson kind of artist or like a Justin Timberlake kind of artist where we already knew them previously and they had established themselves enough, even though it's different now because nobody is as famous as those people were back then. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't know, it's a little different this time. I don't, I, I'm just hoping that the same thing that happened to Tink doesn't happen to her because I really do like mm-hmm. 
and the maybe project was everything like she really has come out with some really good music since 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 right yeah end, so. of, the, end, of, the, end of the sentence since yeah um I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I hope that I can get some other people to be excited with me, aside from Steph. <laughs> and we'll I'm always that. there for you, doll. Thanks. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> We're not gonna both do it. Big. A fucking pixie braids. Um, <laughs> that them tight curl the, ass the, micros. Uh, attorney at law braided bob. Good night. I hate that big. And why do you have that on with these sacks? The biggest gift. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for being a friend. And on that note. Let's slide on down to the nail play. I forgot that we ain't even do that shit yet. Ah! So, Steph, no, aside from the whole hood behind you, Carla, it's like, nah. Um, yeah, so do you want to go first? Me, do you want me to go first? You go first. So, my nail playing, I'm really getting ready for summer. I mean, will I be outside with y'all mofos? Absolutely not. But <laughs> I will be in my yard at my new house yeah. um, or wherever in close proximity to nobody listening to all my summer girl songs, which include Carlay, I Like, which I already talked about. And um, Carlay has another song on... Um, on the slime language album called Trance, which I sang to Muse today. <laughs> on voice yeah. note. Yeah. That's the one I have to clock into. I didn't really get into trance yet. Oh, you have to. Like, Carlay was talking. Mama seen. I'm really being lyric children today, but whatever. I'm excited about rap again. Like, I have not been excited about rap in years. So oh. I'm kind of feeling it. Um, it makes sense. The mama said, huh? I said, it makes sense. It took a break. It did. Shout out to Lil Kim. Took us a break, a break, a break. That's a song. <laughs> That's a flex. Ah. Took me a break. Took me a break was a flex. I love that. I love that song. Took me a break broke me. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. We say anything. But mama said, <clears throat> Uh-oh. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Please go away. Uh. Honey Rex, big, bad, fat ass. I'm going to pop my shit. You know, I'm going to pop my shit. He said, damn, baby, you done got some ass on your heel up high. Make a dance. Put a minute trance like this. Good frame on me. Can't get close unless you come in with a check. Spin your bag on this. Need the Cartier shades and a rolly ice out. And I need it right now. Hey, Spaghetti's hey. on my wrist. Sing. That's the exact voice note that she left me earlier today, too. For no reason. <laughs> How did you send me that? <laughs> I was uh, like, it. Steph, I'm going to call. Why are you saying this? Huh? I'm calling you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was like, my phone butt down because I was going off. Probably. Good night. 
I really have to clock in to Carla because I like her. That's one. A pretty girl. So pretty. Her, that's Dior, Jada Wada, and that other girl that they be with, the prettiest brown skin girls in planet Earth. They need a show. They do. It's called Pretty Brown Skin Girls. Pretty Brown Eyes. See? Theme song already ready. Call up Stokely for a, re- a re-record. You know he want to sing. Do. Always do. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's Carlay I like in trans. And I'm also um, a Dream Dow stand. Y'all know she been had the ah-ah-ah. But um, <laughs> I've been on my fitness journey for like a month and a half. Um, my gut still makes me look like I'm four months pregnant. But, you know, maybe in another month it'll look different. But anyway, um, okay. I've been working out to this Dream Dial Mega Mix on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I didn't make it. Spotify made this Mega Mix of Dream Doll songs. And she got this song called What You Like. And it's over the beat of Are You That Somebody, Aaliyah, yo. Dream be talking her shit. I love her. Like, she I said, don't get it. She said, Dream Dallas is a trip. You got to pay me in luggage. Because <laughs> <laughs> mama is a trip. Like, she not lying. I am very interested to know how the hell these new rappers keep getting the license to, or the clearance to take these like legendary ass beats. Fucking Dream Doll with the Are You That Somebody beat. Fucking Rennie Rucci with the Girls Them Sugar beat. Like, who are y'all paying? Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. That need to be an episode because I have questions. Oh, Dream said, sell the label. I need a bigger event. So, so word on the curb is that Cupcake writes for Dream Doll. Who said that? The people are saying it. The people are talking. I've heard it from three different people now. Oh, wow. But I don't care. The songs are good. Dream, do you want to confirm? Come on a cast and confirm or deny, doll. Yeah, that's not like inflammatory. That's just what the streets have said. Mm. I can't confirm or deny. And I honestly don't care because I like the music regardless. Ah, ah, ah is my theme song. Period. (laughs) But... (laughs) Speaking of fucking ah, 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 somebody tweeted the other day and said, Giveon sound like if a hookah could sing. <laughs> I cannot unhear uh, that. Not the hookah. Said, Imagine if a hookah could sing. That's Giveon. I'm a lie. Oh my God. Is, I get it. I'm sad. I'm sad that I get it. I get I, it. I, uh, give you we laughing, but we don't mean it. <laughs> right. We still want you to come on the cast. What Brady say? I mean, they got about an hour. <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she said, no, we need the people to buy the <laughs> First of all, Brandy, how you come on 106 and Park and not know that they gave out free CDs to 211? How do you not know that? Mama said the girls need to buy the album. <laughs> That's funny. She was so confused. She said, I mean, they got a bad album. She had a bomb wig on that day, too. Yeah, and that's when they first started contouring her nose because she didn't used to get makeup contour on her nose. And then they started to define the bridge. It was like a pretty girl. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah, Brandy's the one. 
Muse, what are you listening to, doll? Every damn thing. I really need to sit down because for a while, and for by for a while, I mean like for a while. So love was all we could do. Ooh, a hit. <laughs> that was a good verses, by the way. If we ain't talk about it, but go ahead. After the love was gone, we did talk about it. Okay. Dang. <laughs> Feel it, Muse. I'm still listening to Joyce. The right love now. is gone. What'd you say? I'm still... <laughs> Enough. <laughs> I'm still listening to Joyce Rice, but we don't have to talk about that. I'm still in my rice bag. <laughs> but I, we talk about him at length on this podcast because he don't stop dishing music out. But Eric Billinger got this collaboration project with fucking Hitmaker, also known as Young. Hitmaker. Hitmaker. And every song is a knock. It's this song on there called Hype Beast. First of all, Please drive around your city blasting hype beasts and act like you are in a Lamborghini. Like, it will just make you feel I'm like... Come on, act like you in a Lambo. Car. I love the way it starts off. Like, flex, flex. Hella sexy when you put a thing up and you out your back. Hype beast. He be going off you like, don't stop, get it, get it. Hey, she addicted to the shops. Mommy, let us spend it. Hey, ain't no looking at the price. Sing! She say it's no limit. Long as she can fucking the bread up. I'm going to be fucking the bread for my baby. He be going. Oh, I love that. I love a Bill Pay song. (laughs) He said new tags on a new shit in the closet. Drip check on the faucet. Drippy. You know every single word you talk about me. Muse be like, I be memorizing songs so fast. No, you really do though. Like Stephanie will hear a song three times and then recite it as if she wrote it. (laughs) Can I get a um refill? But hype beast is a cut. Only you is a cut. Only you can do the I also am like a big fan of whatever genre of R&B that B2K falls into, that Omarion falls into, that's the type of music that Eric Billinger make, but elevated to like almost be on the same level as, oh, I can hear Usher singing this and it still be a hit. Mm. Oh, I can hear mm-hmm. Brown singing this and it still be a hit. And like that gap that he bridges is everything to me. He always introduced me to new artists because the song After Midnight with Krishan, sing little boy, never heard you before, but we'll be looking you up. <laughs> He got a song called Little Boy. Sing, little boy. Because <laughs> I just be finding out the people. So to be fair, long time ago when I first found out about Eric Billinger, he's who got me introduced to Victoria Monet. Oh. He always have the underground people on his album, and then they always end up being big. So I be looking through the nooks and crannies of the Spotify so I can find out who these people are. Because that song Liquid Courage with him and Victoria Monet, a hit. I did not even know that. Now I got to go back and do some homework. See, when the people have a syllabus and a doctoral to get. No, but 1-800-HIT-EASY is my shit. He did really good on the Terrell show when he was singing all of the songs. The song association was lit. He just seemed like a fun guy. I also like that he's um, married to Megan Good's sister. I was probably one of two people who watched Platinum Life, that little reality show that had all the dogs (laughs) on it. 
<laughs> my girl Alicia Bella was on there. Nas from You said uh, one of two. I was the second one because he's watching it together. Oh, well, at three because Dre is the reason that I watched it. You know, uh, but like Dre like everything. So that's yeah. <laughs> but yeah, check that album out if you have not listened to it. And then the other thing as of this week that I refuse to stop playing is Drum's new project. This Shelly FKA Drum. No skips. No, no skips. Skips. No skips. The features are bomb. He got that song with Erica that I love. He got that song with Summer that I Summer. love. Summer. Her ass done found her way. So like. Mama will find her way to anything. Find your way back. Oh, sing Beyonce, my song. Oh, find your way back. Yeah, Beyonce ain't that. No, but so the song with her was the technically the first single because that came out last year. Oh. But then he yin-yang-yanged it onto this project and it just fits so well. Drum do this thing that I think is very strange. He sings like he's in the Dale Phonics or the Stylistics, but it be <laughs> it still sound fresh. I don't know how yeah. he does that. He really sound like an old Commodore or like a... a <laughs> the Mighty Clouds of Joy. Yeah, like, I don't know how he be doing that. And it just, you don't even look like you could sing. Like, you look like, I don't know how to explain it. I just love Drum so much. He makes oh, me yes. And this album is really good. Like Stephanie said, it's no skips. And we have to respect his branding. He now goes by Shelly. I don't want to call him that, but I guess I That's his real name. I know, but... Oh. <laughs> and then some of the stories that he tell are so interesting. Like the song Mary Woman, I love. Ooh! Was, oh, him with a Mary Woman. <laughs> and there you have it. That's how the song go, y'all. I wasn't being silly. He, really like I found just like the album. Then I muse. <laughs> she did. <laughs> but it's no skips. It's a short project. It's only ten songs. It literally just came out. It's a quick forty minute listen, and you will have the time of your life and be playing it over and over and over again. Yeah, I love the song with Summer so so much. And then the song right after it, Let Me Love You Inside Out and Outside In. Hello? Exposure. Exposure? Exposure. I don't even know her. (laughs) Yeah, I love him. It is something about the way, something in the way you move. Oh, I also wanted to say, um, y'all know earlier in the year, Daft Punk broke up, and we now know why. Because um, Shelly slash Drum covered their song, and he ate it up. <laughs> no, shut the fuck up, <laughs> They was so embarrassed. They was like, oh, he gonna put this on his album. We gotta get out the game, because he embarrassed us. We sound the fool now. Not embarrassed. All oh, candy birds. <laughs> I love you more than anything in my life. That's hey. my shit. Ah, they did that. You really did the shit of that. No, y'all have got to listen to this. Ah, this is the Gunkle and the Auntie show. Y'all did it. I love you more than anything in my life. Same. Huh. I'm going to listen to that as soon as we get off this damn podcast. That was a dream. <laughs> I don't do nothing but laugh, and I blame everybody in my life. <laughs> uh, Kiki fucking Palmer is a national treasure. 
Do you have that video on your phone? I don't have it no more, and I'm so sad. No, but I will go on a search and destroy mission and get it for both of us tonight. Thanks, a friend. She said, Kiki was doing this fucking interview with this white man, and he was like, so... <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm gonna get it on, I promise. <laughs> He was like, so what's your gonna life? laugh before he tell you what the what she did. Because the stuff be funny. He was like, so what's your like dream date? She was like, huh, sit next to a real nigga. That's a dream. That's a dream. <laughs> and then she started doing the MC hammer. <laughs> she was screwing screen. You know how you go to like King's Dominion or Six Flags and they got those rooms where you could perform songs and it's a green screen and you could change the background and stuff? She was in one of them rooms. Why are you scooting around space like that? It was like this intergalactic ass background that you just dancing around in. Crazy. Love, love, love fucking Kiki Palmer. She's everything to me. The doll. Well, that was now playing kids, boys and girls. Yeah, and next up, we have our uh, the launch of our Business of Music Bitches series, <laughs> a.k.a. the Bomb series. The Bomb. Um, the Boy Jefferson. So we looking forward to kicking this series off with the doll. The, the bussy the doll, doll, baby. Not the bussy doll, baby. I'm not, <laughs> like, y'all don't know, but Savoy is one of the only people who could, like, make Misha up. Like, muse will blush at the absurdity. <laughs> He's more inflammatory than me. He is more ridiculous than me. And that's hard to do. Love him. Upset. But that's what's coming up next. I guess we could take a break. We was rapping. Hey. <laughs> we'll be right back. Girl, if I did this song with you, that means I enable you. I'd be forced to get along with you, cause I wanna be enabled to. And if you gave me all your love, that means you enable me. But baby girl, I'm far from done, somehow I must return the fee. coming we are super excited friend in real life friend to the cast 
friend to the throats of the industry. And by friend, I mean their first person and why we all know, live and stand. Shout out to Savoy. Oh no, no, it's fine. Everybody knows anybody who listens to E Pray Side knows my real my full name. Oh, it's the boy, it's the boy Anthony Jefferson. <laughs> if someone wants if someone wants to take my money, they could. <laughs> Look, you Y'all, we going through some tough times, so the girls might try. <laughs> you know what? And it's okay, because I'm on the, I got fraud protection. I'm gonna get it back. I got fraud protection. That's actually I actually have a story about that, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that story alone today. Y'all somebody tried to get me some like in 2007, somebody tried to get my Adele on my account in 2018. They ain't even trying to no, it was Dale. Exactly. They tried to get a Dale. And then on top of that, I was like, and I was, this is when I was given struggle. This ain't what I'm giving them. It's not what I'm giving. This is not what I'm giving now. But when I was given, like, I had two clients and you was trying to take me for everything I was worth. The devil is always busy. So when he, when this man, this man took $1,400 from my account, the way I was like, and they were like, oh, it's going to take five to seven days. But I was like, I don't have five or seven days. I need I need this money now. <laughs> I gotta pay rent. Hello. But yeah. I'm a story. <laughs> about it. First of all, thank you so much for coming out. Like Stephanie said. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah, of course. We've been trying to get you on this cast since the beginning began. Literally. But it's full circle now. You are here. You made it and you safe. Okay, I'm here. I'm queer. I'm ready. The bus is ready. I got my titties out. I got my, I got my mask underneath my chin just in case. Safety uh, um, Somebody, somebody walks through. I don't know them. I can just. So that's that's actually what I always ask people when they come on the cast nowadays. How have you been doing during quarantine? Like, it's still going on <laughs> technically. Unbeknownst to uh, Atlanta. Child, they never got the memo. Um, they never received the press release. Um, no, there was no, there was not posted on the shade room. Um, how have I been doing since quarantine? So I guess the main change is I, I left New York. Um, Hallelujah! Shut up! Don't do that! Don't do that! Don't do that to my! Don't do that to my first love. Um, I left New York in September after a few months of being in quarantine there i felt like it was time went to go see stay with my family quickly realized there was a reason why i left uh, shout out to my family love them to death um but and also just once you like have lived in new york you just can't live in green bay wisconsin which you just can't Right. Like Milwaukee's bad, but Green Bay's even worse. So like being around like my dad and my certain my dad's siblings, it was very much giving like, I don't like this. Y'all ain't got Thai food. Like this this <laughs> like this thing. So right now I'm in where right now I'm in LA, um, which I'll be here for like twelve I'll total twelve days and then I'm in Rich I'm in not Richmond, Virginia. I'm sorry. I went to Richmond, Virginia, but I'm in Alexandria, Virginia right now, staying with my good one of my best bestest friends in the world. 
So yeah, that's what I'm giving right I'm now. Sorry. How long have you been in Alexandria's? I was waiting to go off on you. For first of all, I've been here since January. And don't muse, don't do this. Don't do this. We're not gonna do this on television. We're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna do this on Zoom. Okay. We're not gonna do this. We need to have an offline conversation. Okay, because COVID, COVID is real and I was trying to keep you safe. <laughs> I appreciate you for that. No, no problem, no problem. But more important, never mind. I'm gonna keep my. <laughs> I this love it. And this yeah. is why I this long for him to come on the show, y'all. I can't. <laughs> okay, so now that we have you in our clutches, finally you're here. Yes, come on, clutch. Tell the people a little bit more about Savoy Anthony Jefferson, like all sides. What was this child? All sides. Okay. Um, I'm a podcaster. I, I am the co-host of the Eat, Pray, Thought podcast, um, where, you know, I we talk about all things um, involving bussy and the greatness that is it. Um, and, you know, I like to say that it's like a mix of like Little Kim meets Maya Angelou meets Cardi B meets... Michelle Obama becoming like it's it's all it's really it's really like it's inspirational but then it goes stylish and then it goes high fashion and then it gets you know so yeah so so those who yeah yeah we give we we it's it's multifaceted bus in my in my world um like we are multi like me and Amber my co-host we are we 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 give multifaceted bus um so yeah, and we have a different guest every week. Right now, we're on a little short hiatus because me and Amber have both been working, um, and I'm trying to figure out how to balance it all. <laughs> and the reason why I have the balance—perfect segue. Look at me. And the reason why I have the balance is because I also am running a whole as boutique in the um, boutique entertainment PR firm, also called Savoy Jefferson Publicity because I'm not original. Um, but more importantly, but more importantly, when I started SJPR, I didn't think I was like, oh, I'm just doing this for legal reasons. Like, I didn't think I was going to be, still be doing this for you. And here we are four years later, because um, I was definitely planning my exit out of fucking PR. But anyways, I'm here. My spirit has been reinvigorated. And yeah, I am the principal and lead strategist for SJPR. Um, we represent a variety of your faves, you know, everyone from BJ everybody from BJ the Chicago Kid to Eric Bellinger to Riley, aka Amber Riley, to you know, Trevor Jackson, Mac Wilds. Um, you know, OG, we just started working with producers, so you know, OG Parker to Charlie Keats. So, and you know, we've added some people to the roster, um, that I can't speak about just yet. Um, because they ain't paid me. No, I'm joking. Uh -oh. <laughs> joking, joking. Um, Gird your person. Oh, Ombre, that's another one of our clients. Well, um, Muse lives. Wait, don't say that announcement. A woman, a woman, a, a, a woman. Um, the catalog. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what we do. Um, Yes, you know, I'm, I'm in LA working, so that's pretty much it. I'm from, oh, let me, before I, I be remiss. I'm from, I would be remiss if I didn't 
claim my home, the place that birthed the greatness that is this bus, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I am from <laughs> Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I rep for the ill meal to the day I die. Without, without, if there was no Milwaukee, there would be no me, there would be no bussy, there would be no SJPR. So for that, our reps from my hometown, to anyone who's thinking to themselves, do they have black people in Wisconsin? Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do, okay? They are in Milwaukee and surrounding areas where actually the majority in Milwaukee, okay? Mm-hmm. Just in case you girls didn't know, okay? Get outside. The gold teeth also from Milwaukee. Thank you. Okay. Get get out. Get out. Get out. Algero, a Milwaukee legend. Tank. Tank. Come Algero. Tank. Another from Milwaukee. Yes, Tank. Tank claims motherfucking Maryland, but Tank is from Milwaukee. He didn't move to fucking Maryland until he was fifth fucking teen. Okay. Oh. Fifth fucking teen. Wow. Okay. Um, Rico Love, come on, Rico, Rico Love, another Milwaukee legend. Like the girls, love Rico Love on the cast. Okay, so the girls need to, right? We've been doing this. Okay, Kitty Lattimore, Eric Benet. Oh, yep. I knew legends, y'all. Yeah, so you know the girls try to act like they don't know about Milwaukee, but. If it was if it, it was no Milwaukee, there would be no R and B. And if there would be no R and B, assertions are being made on tonight. <laughs> and if there was no R and B, there would be no songs. I can't. You know what? I'm there just. Was, I'm just letting y'all know because the girls. Math. I get it. Yeah. Now that we know all about the bus and the Milwaukee and the SJPR. How did you start in it? Like, how did you get your start in PR? I started, I got my first internship in 2008 to um, the head of urban music at Universal Republic Records. It's now Republic, um, but it was Universal Republic in 2008. That's how old I am. Um, To the head of urban music and Elise Wright, one of my mentors, RIP. Um, And I remember like, our, our first interview, she was like, do you know who the Black Eyed Peas was? And I remember looking at the phone, like, and I was like, yeah. And she was like, I'm sorry, I just had to ask my last summer intern didn't know who the Black Eyed Peas were. I was like, girl, you better ask something like, did I know who Lil Boosie was? Like, <laughs> Black Eyed Peas, like, who don't know Black Eyed Peas? Like, you should have said Webby, like, somebody like, um, so anyway, so that was the start, did that. Um, went back home after that internship, finished school, moved, I moved to New York three weeks after graduation. Um, you know, traditional New York story, stayed on a fr- in a friend's house, um, interned, I did a few different internships, and, um, yeah, the, the, the best way to explain how I got into PR, this is not what I wanted for my life. Um, I was actually very against it. Like people would like, as an intern, people would be like, I think you would be good in PR. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. I don't want that. Um, and I got my first like real job um, at the fall of 2011 
at the Purple Agency. Shout out to Felicia Fant, mm-hmm. another one of my mentors. And she, yes, a queen, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but Felicia, at the time I was like, Felicia, I wanna do events. Cause I had just did like this paid internship um, doing experiential marketing. I was like, and I knew she had did like, at that time she had did like Jay-Z, Jay-Z's goddaughter's birthday party. And they had did this Reebok event for Swiss Beats. So I was like, I just wanna do events. And she's like, no, 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 no. If you come over here, you're going to have to do PR. I was like, no, no, no. I want to just do a, I was like, I just want to do events. She's like, no, you can do PR. I know you can. And I was like, no, but I don't, I don't want to do that. Um, fast forward two weeks later, I'm at Fashion Week with Omarion um, <laughs> doing PR. Um, and I put quotations and marks around that because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I just was walking Omarion around, <laughs> around Fashion Week. And screaming at people to make sh- to see make sure he got pictures because that's what the time what I thought PR was and <laughs> the rest <laughs> the rest is fucking history and that's how I got here. Shout out to Amarion. Um, shout out shout out to Amarion because if it was no Amarion, there I, I would have I would have no I would have no career. Um, so I'm just giving a, a tally of who we need to be thanking for your yes, 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 so yes, yes. and we got Omarion. Yes, I'm on walking and Omarion. Um, so when we met, um, yes, had to be maybe like 2016, 2016, you were at yeah. RCA, yes, and I was like writing for this website that no longer exists, writing about music, and I think mm-hmm. you met for over Anthony Hamilton. Was yes. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. That's right. We had for Anthony. You came and in. Child, my mom, that was like my greatest accomplishment. For her. <laughs> she loved Anthony Hamilton. And yeah. I took a picture with him for her. And I remember I that. Black moms put the, put the picture in a mirror. The it's picture of me and Anthony at the RCA office is still stuck in her mirror. Oh, okay. from the conference room. Uh-huh. Yes. Because we did, you were like part of like, we did like three interviews that day and we were like all back to back. So I think you were the second and then the next person was Rolling Stone and then there was another outlet. It was Singer's Room. And then I was like, okay, I'm ready to go home now, y'all. Um, <laughs> he was not, I talked to some artists back in my like fake music. Oh, Anthony can talk. Fatigued by it, but he was having a good time. We was chilling, talking about At, chicken. You know what it is? Always hinders the conversation around chicken. Steph, but the thing is, the real thing is because you're pretty, and and oh. he, if you weren't pretty, he probably would have cut you off like twenty minutes in. Oh. Anthony loved the flirt. He loved the flirt with a with a woman. Like put him in front, put him with a pretty woman. You, he will talk for hours. And it's like, okay, but we got other things. Listen, if do. he was trying to do so, we could have did something. I need access to the hat collection, and I need a man to sing me. Not access to the hat collection. Listen, because <laughs> Jackie be like, oh, you see, Ian Hamilton was, was down on um, BT celebration of gospel. Oh, the hat he had on, it was boss. The hat was boss. <laughs> My mom always <laughs> is up to. And then um, the label gave us tickets to his upcoming concert in Philly, and it was him and Fantasia. And they had mm. us in the second row, I'll see. That Jackie was the moment. Wore the venue out. Wow. Okay, so the funny thing. Jackie. It was the mess. But the fact that your mama, both our mamas, his name Jackie. 
There's so much. See, I, I, it all makes sense now. Because any woman named Jackie, she's going to raise greatness, but she's going to traumatize you all at the same time. Oh, I was, like, I was like, girl, she was crying at some point. He started singing some songs, some change going to come or something. She crying. I'm like, Jack. Oh, I love Jackie. The venue out okay Child, don't, screaming, don't. Hollering, Anthony Nay, then she's screaming hollering down to the Hamiltons I was like oh my god Child, don't let him don't let my mama hear that because she will fight you with you see you got you got you got Stephanie's mama motherfucking tickets to see Anthony Hamilton I didn't see no Anthony Hamilton but when you wanted to see Kim mama who who made sure you got them tickets I did okay and, and the mama Kim tickets- love Kim <laughs> So when you had RCA, what artists were you working with? Because y'all, y'all used to have the girls over there. A lot. Child, I had a lot of the girls. So I had all the girls. At that time, I had Tanache. <gasps> I had <gasps> El Varner. I had Marsha Ambrosius. Um, I had Anthony Hamilton. Gold Link. Um, I had Doja Cat. I did like maybe one thing for Doja Cat at that time, but like I did like maybe one thing and I met her once. Um, who else? I had Bryson Tiller. I had T Pain. Um, I think those are the main names that jump out at me. All hit makers. Yeah, y'all. Oh, I worked the I worked the Aretha Franklin um, covers covers. Th- Oh, wait, she the album. She's, she did, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I only did one event, but that was enough. <laughs> I did okay. one event, that was enough. And if you want to see, if you want to see some real queens, Kiki, watching Clive Davis and Aretha Franklin, Kiki, Mess. just like being in there, like literally like, Clive, what you, Clive? And I was like, like, I was like, am I here right now? Am I in? Am I am I watching Aretha Franklin and Clive Davis Kiki? And this was this made up for the fact that the first time I the only time I ever went to Clive's office, I actually was falling asleep. Um <laughs> what is happening on this show right now? <laughs> Child, first of all, okay, so everybody like it's no industry secret. Clive talks down like he will he will keep a conversation going i had been a very long week <laughs> clive got to talking we were supposed to be there for a aretha franklin meeting he went through every artist he had ever worked with before he got to we got to talking about aretha so by the time we got to aretha the way i was nodding off and praying that nobody i nodded off a good two or three times and like for good so so yeah, so that was my one Clive Davis. I like the the thirteen year old Savoy was like, Nick, I can't believe you're falling asleep in Clive Davis. But the twenty eight year old Savoy was like, Nigga, you, you've had a long week. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. So the people be needing yeah. to go. Yeah, I tell Stephanie all the time, I have to give myself a bad time. Yeah, like, cause I wasn't doing. I, when I was working at RCA, I was like in the office all the time till like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, like the lights would go off. And that's how I knew it was time for me to go home. And sometimes I would work even with the lights off. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like I would turn on my lamp and I'd be like, okay. And then like the security guards would walk around. Cause they would walk around each floor and they'd be like, what are you, 
you know you are you are you they tap you yeah like the security guards be like are you are you going home i'm out so are you oh okay. right yeah like really literally that's what really was given like um you you still here and it's like this at all wow <laughs> so yeah so like rca days episode name to connections because like Y'all connected through Anthony Hamilton. I randomly know his style. It's like, we're really close. Shout out to Tiffany. And then like, yes. through, like both working in PR, everybody has a different path to PR. So together. You also work with some of our favorite artists that we stand in the now playing. I was just yelling about Eric Bellinger. Like it's a connectivity issue tonight. <laughs> More connectivity. So what, was it, so what was it like having to kind of navigate all these different artists who have all very different um, fan bases and different needs? And like, as a press person, how do you kind of like craft these like, um, I don't know the official words, but how do you kind of craft these kind of like buckets? Narratives. Yeah, narratives for very different artists with very different fan bases. You know, it's, I always tell people, like, I don't do rappers. Um, like, even to this day, like, I can only do a certain type of rapper. Um, don't come to me if you want, like, ratchet. Well, here's the thing. Come to me if you have a ratchet rapper, because I can work that because I'm ratchet. But either they got to be super cool kid, like, Masego-ish, or they got to be super ratchet where I can work with. Like, it got to be, you got to give me Carisha and JT vibes. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm R&B, I'm an R&B enthusiast. Mm -hmm. And so, for me, I think, to me, the crafting was not difficult, especially at that, at that time. I shouldn't say it wasn't difficult, because at that time, it was very much giving, they were trying to, they were trying to, 2014 when I got to RCA, they were trying to yeah, like, they were trying to take out RB. Yeah. And I was like, no. So it's fine. Amber, Amber I'm, I'm Amber's walking past. Um a true queen. Um aka look, look, no, she in the studio, so we're gonna refer to Riley. Riley has walked right. past. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yes. Yeah. See, see, I'm keeping narratives already. Um so with that being said, it was it was different, but it was still fun because I had Tanache. So that was like that was my cool kid artist. And then I had El Varner. And that was like my cool kid, but like still your mom could fuck with her. And then I had Marsha. And Marsha was like at that time, she was like Urban AC Queen. Mm -hmm. But she still had all like these Grammy noms and all these things. So like for me, Marsha's one Marsha, Marsha, there are two. My two favorite projects of all time they are when I worked the Lyles, I Love Surreal. Wow. When I watched album. Oh, oh, right. And then Marsha's Lover and Friends. Those are my two favorite campaigns. Mm -hmm. No one cared about either one of those albums, but those are my favorite. Those are my favorite projects. Those are like the two favorite projects that I've worked on. What they made them favorite? Because I got everything I wanted. Like, <laughs> I know this sounds horrible. Like I got like when I tell you, like I was like, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna get Marsha Ambrose with some cool kid press, and everybody was looking at me like, huh, how, how, how? I was like, don't worry. So we did like for Vice slash Noisy, we did a uh, the Ten Steps How to Write a Fuck Song because I was like, who writes better? Fuck exactly. I was like, who writes a better fuck song than Marsha? Okay. Um, 
she was also my first full TV booking because I had booked Bilal on Jimmy Fallon, but he was like off on the side. So it wasn't like a full performance. So I got Marsha Conan. Um, but I think for me, both those projects were just special because like I went in there with a very particular vision for both of them. And I was like, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this vision a reality. And I did. So, but yeah, I think in terms of crafting narratives for multiple artists, you just got to really, to me, it's just about finding like what makes each artist unique, you know, um, or what makes, what makes their, their part of their story different. And I think that's once you figure that out and you find how you going to really sell that. I tell people all the time, I'm a professional, like, I'm a professional stalker and I'm a professional liar. Like I will, you will tell me one thing like, oh, you one time, um, your mama's lights got cut off. I will turn that into a whole narrative. Like David grew up in poverty. Um, he, he or she had to boil water and that's why the music is so depressing, but because they're discussing their childhood and they'd be like, so boy, I only like, it was one time. The lights was off for like 20, less than 24 hours. I'd be like, don't worry about that. We, we got a narrative that we got to sell. Right. Don't worry about that. Scamming is an people, awesome. people like track. People like tragedy. Do though. They like, cause yeah. people like to have somebody to root for. Exactly. So give them somebody to root for. Exactly. Even if you lying, who cares? So with that, it sounds like you're really, really good at balancing things. Wait, are you a Libra? You're not a Libra. No. He I'm always want everybody to be a goddamn Libra. Hold on, hold on, but wait, no, you know, I'm not a Libra. I'm a Scorpio. Okay. So I'm not like, oh, I'm right after, yeah. Actually close. Yeah, I'm not far off. I'm a Virgo. I have a Virgo rising or Virgo moon. I always tell people like I'm a Virgo moon, Leo rising, and my pussy's good. Like that's really all it matters. Like I can tell you I'm a Virgo rising, but that really doesn't tell you like at the end of the day, me telling you that my like that this pussy is like going to change your life. That's what really that gives you all that tells you way more than my moon and my rising. <laughs> exactly what I wanted to talk about. I always say my mission is to like balance the business and the artistic, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? How do you balance the business portion of your career with like the more creative portion of your career? For my career. <laughs> Honestly, I just I'm me all the time. Like I'm not like all pretty much all my artists know about Thai. Um and like I'm the person that like I've been telling I've been telling artists that they make my pussy hurt since 2013. <laughs> like it's not like I'm not that like anybody like if you talk to anybody who's worked with me they will say Savoy does not have a filter. Um, so I'm the person that literally like I will like I told Bryson too like you make my pussy hurt like you make my pussy in my soul. Hurt. He was like, really? Like, he looked at me like and stopped. And I was like, no, like, seriously. And then like, I had an artist, I worked this pop group, this pop electro group named Time Flies. And I would say things like, you know what you're making hurt? You know what you're making hurt right now? And they'd be like, your pussy? I'd be like, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I'm glad y'all learning. And why are we doing that? So for me, it's not necessarily, I just show up as me. And I think me is passionate, me is loving, me is, you know, a hard worker. 
but me is also very blunt. Um, you know, I've gotten better with age. Not that much better. I don't want to lie. I'm not going to tell y'all. And not much aging. Because <laughs> you look fat. Look, let's talk about it. Look, okay. Y'all got my titties out for y'all. Um, but yeah, I don't think for me it's not, the balance is easy because I'm just showing up as me. And if you don't like me, like I know that my style of executive doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to... I'm not going to work with people who don't fit my vibe because I have to be like, for you to work with me or you to work even with my team, like you have to be willing to know that like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, like how dare you? Like, I'm not, no, like, or I'm going to be really like, Ooh, yeah, I'm scared to tell them something. Like, no, like I will snatch Trevor up in two seconds. Like, like yes so that's not like i that's just what i do like i I don't care i think that's why my clients like me is because they know i don't care like i'm going to give them my honest opinion i'm going to i'm going to protect them as well so part of that protecting like i will cuss out somebody if i feel like they are just they're disrespecting my client because that's that's where i'm in now i do all this in the most professional manner as possible because you know I gotta keep up somewhat of an appearance because of course, you know, as a publicist, imaging is important, but I'm still showing up as myself. Mm-hmm. And I try to be, and I'm not trying, I shouldn't say try to be, I am being my most authentic self 99% of the time. And that other 1% is very hard for me to be fake and phony, but sometimes I let that 1% slip in because I, I need extra checks. <laughs> not <laughs> man. Income. Yes, I need, I need additional income. And that one percent helps. <laughs> Come on, occupy the bussy. Ah! So, um, okay, before we like kind of move on, I have one last like um record label kind of question. So, yes, now that you kind of you're on your own, you have your independent um agency. What is the difference, if there is one at all, between how PR works in a label? And how it works when you're kind of running a more boutique, um, a boutique company. This is why I do this podcast with you because that was my next question. Come on, come on, synergy, um, c- c- connectivity. Okay, connectivity. Um, okay. Um, I think the biggest difference is for me at at SJPR. I work things that I'm passionate about. Um, at the label. I was work. I would have to work things that I wasn't necessary. I would have to find a reason to be passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And I think when you come, when I as like for as for SJPR as a firm, because it's it's not just me. Um, shout out to my team, Felicia, Jordan, Trey. Um, if we don't, if we can't see a vision for it, we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna work it. Um, like we have to be able to see the vision. Um, which is sometimes hard because like, cause I've been doing it so long, I can pretty much see the vision for almost anything. Like you could be like, this motherfucker is fucking more boring than a fucking can of paint. And I'd be like, well, you know what can of paints are different. Like this is gray. It, it bubbles up a little bit when you put it on the wall, but, um, <laughs> nonetheless, like, I think that's the difference. Like I get to work things that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to, and I can I can stop working whenever I want. I can stop working and doing it anytime. Yeah, that is a perfect answer because 
I was talking to Stephanie earlier today about how I wanted to do this like business of music series on the podcast. And I wanted to only get people that we knew, only get people that we worked with, only get people that we were close to, friends, acquaintances, like just people that we actually know and like. Mm-hmm. And then talk about how they're able to balance or overcome work, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because it's a it's an art to having your own stuff mm-hmm. side or full time and having knowledge of or actually still working through nine to five in. And I we don't talk about that enough, even though our generation is all about that. Mm-hmm. So you ate that. That was all I was trying to say. Thank you. Thank you. Look, I tried. I just wanted to be the book. I wanted to give my best pussy. I want to put my best pussy forward for y'all. <laughs> I really that's, and the dolls that's, appreciate it. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to put my best pussy, like just put it, put it, put it forth and let y'all like just I wanted it to be wet. I wanted it to be supple. You know, I wanted to throw it back on y'all. Like I just wanted to give y'all my best. <laughs> So this is why we need to come on his podcast because it gets raw, filter, and uncut. It gets very nasty. And we were talking about butts for about two hours yesterday. So like like, this is where I slide into the convo. I need to be on Epray Thought for several reasons. And I want I need y'all to. We're gonna make it happen this year, y'all. Don't worry. I promise y'all. My life has been in shambles. I don't want y'all to think I'm a shady cunt bitch. My life has just been in shambles, (laughs) and I really I'm learning balance. Like we just talked about it. I'm still learning. <clears throat> and Amber, you know, Amber moved into a new place and she, you know, she got all the things. My sis is running. My sis, shout out to my sis for running her first 5K. Like we all got lives. And I think for me, it's like, yes, do I want to give the Bussy Hive the best? Yes. But I also got, like, I can't be my best if I ain't got no checks. And right I know now, that's right. Right now. Um, until the until the bussy high start giving me coin. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, so that's that's where I'm in my journey. Oh, love to hear it. Love to hear it. <laughs> I'm proud of you for all of your accomplishments, you and the bussy. Like, oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. So, in lieu of time. We wanted to ask a couple more questions. I know Stephanie had one on her heart. I did. So um, somebody was had posted on Twitter like um, a thread of like all the times where rappers were on a TV show, and like just thinking back in the day how like TV sitcoms would be a really good way for um, artists to promote whatever they're working on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, I miss them kind of days. So. You know, what are some ways now, like, especially as we're thinking, like, with digital media have been, like, the most effective modes of promoting an artist? Random, like, they have range, the Instagram account. That has been so helpful to me, especially. Mm -hmm. um, A tiny desk, you know. Mm -hmm. um, The power of a tiny desk is everything. But you know, that's partially partially due to me. <laughs> Almost knocked my headphones off trying to be at, but for real, Not I was the person. I got T Pain, T Pain, oh, the T Pain one, iconic one. That's that was the first motherfucking one that everybody in the everybody in the world wanted to do after that. Okay, mm-hmm. so nonetheless, um, but. <laughs> 
I think those are like the main that just kind of pop out, like all these IG pages. Mm-hmm. But honestly, and honestly, getting some random influencer to play your music, like people like sleep on that. But like, if you get somebody like Kylie, getting someone like Kylie to play your song, or just getting somebody uh, who has a lot of IG followers to play a song means a lot. Remixes. Remixes still are a thing and can be used, especially in the R&B world. I feel like mm-hmm. if you get a quality remix and people get to talking about it, it's a move. It's a vibe. But that's the, the top ways. I will also say, you know what else has been has been a really good platform? Um, two for artists, Terrell Grace. Listen, a show. So, first of all, I want to immediately fucking apologize because every artist I have ever worked with in the last two to three years we have booked on Terrell, has, has been on Terrell Grice. So, that is another, like, literally. So, Terrell, yes. Terrell, getting someone on Terrell is a moment. Mm-hmm. So, so, yes. So, like, I know he has been, like, especially for, like, like, when we put Trevor on there, that was like a very big moment for him. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about because I think a lot of people just thought he couldn't sing. So, and they didn't know like he came from a Broadway background and all that stuff. So like, yes, Terrell, even L Song Association, like all those, which is booked by a Black woman. So, um, Clark Atlanta's finest. She, yes, Angel. Yes, that's my boo. I love you. Yes, so. I adore her. Yeah, so yeah, so like shout out to like both song associations are moments and those are very helpful. And plus when you get both of them, like every time your artists be like, Oh my god, you really I'm somebody and be like, you not but but they like <laughs> but they like me. They no I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Again, you, you know. Like I said earlier, connections, y'all. Shout out, mm-hmm. to, shout out to Terrell. We are fans of both the site supports. Love that. Black people. Mm-hmm. Come on. What's the thing? Black women. Black women. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about to eat one of these fries. <laughs> oh, we eat on here all the time. It's totally fine. Oh, I normally oh, have a planner. Listen to our show. Me or Stephanie, and we've got a grape in our mouth. Like, we eat something. A song from Trader Joe's. We both had like full dinners when we were talking about Joyce Rice last episode, like, it's fine. Mm. I like Joyce. So, I, like um, I had one last question, but I'll let Muse go, and then I'll um, bring it on home. Okay, come on. <laughs> well, I was about to ask, so what's next? Like, whether it's for yourself or whether it's for any artist that you're working with and you're actually able to talk about it, what's happening? Um, there's a lot of great things coming up. Um, you know, um, I won't go too much in depth, but you know, the girls are bringing R&B back all 2021. Um, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not going to say any names of projects that are coming this summer, but you know, or songs, but you know, 
BJ Skyrocket, Eric Bellinger. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwing things out there. But I'm just saying that there, there are things that might possibly be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there. BJ down to the show because I have multiple things to discuss look, about that. See, that time. wasn't our fault. That wasn't my fault. That was or, actually that was the city fault because they they cancel shows and that that ain't got nothing to do with me. Um, I, don't, if we don't got no I got y'all. I got y'all. Ready whenever he, because I still need to discuss. Like there is some lyrics, there are some some runs that I need to ask in depth. Okay, about. come on, runs. Vocal moments and sing. Like come on, sing. Sings down. Um, like, understand that was one of my top three albums of that year. Like he went crazy on that album. Yeah, for real. Wow, Drake. We'd love to see it. So we're ready when he is, honestly. Okay, well, he'll be ready so soon. I promise. Going depth about the different people that we were supposed to have. Not even just because of anything we talking about. Just in life, like, the people... COVID really stopped some bags, y'all. Like, that's all I was saying. <laughs> it did. But the things are turning around. Hello. So. The people are getting vaccinated. There's herd immunity. It's over with oh and also before another thing i'm very excited about well first of all i'm excited about everybody i work for before because if i wasn't they would i wouldn't be working them because uh, i don't work things i'm that passionate about I know this. um but um i really there's there's an artist that's been on my heart um and i've made it my personal like wish and challenge to myself saying it. I want to say that if you girls like Brent Fias, if you girls like Bryson Tiller, if you girls are in that vein, Saneville is that nigga and the nigga writes down. So he's coming out with a new EP this summer. That's my baby. Like that's when I call artist my baby, that means like I'm really like that's the motherfucker that like I gotta break this year. And that's mm-hmm. that's Saneville for me. So like he's not he's not giving you you know he's not giving you Anthony Hamlin vocals like you like Steph but he's giving no, like you me. he's giving like you a vibe he's giving you a vibe you know it's sexy mm-hmm. you know we got a song called Ashley out now we'll guap that four thousand you know it's a celebration of black women in particular dark skinned black women so you know same bit so that's another project that I'm really excited about and then on my personal end. Just you know, healing, getting this, getting this financial responsibility, moving to LA. I really would like some dick. I really want an anal orgasm this year. Hello, you um, deserve it. You I've never, it. I've never, I've never had one, but I really, really, really want an anal orgasm this year. You deserve so, it. It's important to me. It's very You're important manifest to me. You and I want it from a girthy dick, preferably seven, oh. seven. Like seven, but fat. Like I don't need a lot of length. I don't need a lot of length, but yeah. Like like one of those one of those dicks that Amber. They know who I am. Um, One of the ones that you put your mouth around, you can't. Amber Amber saying that she needs. Amber says that she needs to be my publicist. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's switch positions. Come on, trading places. Yes. But Dick is a friend of mine, okay? And we'll leave with your man, though. Okay. 
Lie and cheat. And, and leave you confused. Oh. Mm. Mm. And betray. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I'm done with this. Yeah. You you don't know my you you don't know my struggles. You you ain't seen the pain that I've been through. You don't know my struggle. Y'all can't match my hustle, huh? Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, the pain I've been through, the, the pain oh that God. Dick has caused me both physically and mentally, okay? <laughs> We're showing my own. Both mentally and physically. So before we go, outside of the artists you work with, what are you listening to right now? Okay, so what am I listening to right now? Kirby, voice to man. Kirby, voice to man. Yes. Ooh. She sings. Tyrone, I'm so tired of men acting like boys. Um, a song, a, a vibe. Um, what else am I really into right now? It could be old stuff too. It don't have to necessarily be anything new. I, I'm listening to it. I'm still on Xavier Omar last mm -hmm. project. Anybody who knows me knows that I stand Jasmine Sullivan, mm -hmm. um, that she's my favorite of all time. Um, I will, I will, and I'm just glad that my bitch is finally, she came into herself. Yes. Like, Jasmine, yes. Jasmine has always been that bitch, but I think she finally believes it. And like, she feels it. Yeah, she feels it. And you can see it. Mm -hmm. And like, as somebody who like, like, worked with her at the label and kind of dealt with her like seeing jasmine come into her own All right, we got the verse. it's beautiful so shout out to jasmine jasmine will always take me to places i've been listening to <laughs> i've been listening to feetwood mac dreams that's like my go-to happy it's song. A it's a classic like dreams by fleetwood mac still like it just makes my soul feel good oh and Serpent with feet. Let's lead up. It's been bothering me because it's like, especially in the black gay community, I feel like we're not talking enough about serpent, but serpent is literally making music for black queer men. Like, it's but he's making and it's really good music. The way that I explain it is if you would like put Bjork and Brandy in a room for like five days. And, and add Frank Ocean. Whatever they talk about, and then like they're listening to Frank Ocean music. And that is Serpent with Feet. Like, I love him. I remember when, I'm not going to say his name, but I remember when he was. Before, when the Be More days. Exactly. When he was like just a, a nigga from Baltimore that I knew. Come on, come on. We love it. I ain't never knew no niggas from. I'm lying. I, have <laughs> I was going to say, what you about to say? Like, what are you about to say? No, but I just, I remember before he became like a full fledged artist. And I was always encapsulated by his voice. Like I always thought he had a beautiful voice, a beautiful tone. And I didn't even see this type of trajectory for him, but I love his music. I no, it's a show, a song. Yeah, his new video was great. Shout out to Kadeem. Yes. Kadeem Johnson, creative directed and styled. Like the people are out here doing things. Okay, uh, hallelujah. So yeah, those are the people I'm listening to right now. Mm. I'm probably forgetting somebody, but like I've been going nonstop on Kirby Boyce the man. Like that. Oh, uh -oh. Here we go. Gallant Relapse. A song. Okay. A song. 
a song. And I, let me go to be clear. I don't go up for Gallant like that. Like I like him, but it's not like he's not like my favorite. But like relapse, like I almost wanted to like I wanted to like call his manager to tell so he could tell him like, bitch, I'm in a relapse. Like that's how good song that is. Randomly, when Gallant first came out, I feel like it was close enough to the same time as when Elijah Blake came out. Mm-hmm. Both like super heavy falsetto, like super wavy, super vibey, but the lyrics were real good. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they about to duke it out. They think that they Maxwell and D'Angelo. It's about to be a battle. But it's interesting how they've, like, diverted and, like, gone their own paths and still the music is good. So it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. I think Galan has kind of found, like, for me as a listener, I didn't like the early stuff, but this newer stuff, I'm, I'm fucking with. I think he's found his pocket. I agree. Um, but I also feel like it's a hard, like, he came out in a hard time. That was kind of, like, when you had to be... Everybody had to be R&B, whatever the fuck that is, because R&B has always been multifaceted, but we won't go into that discussion today. First, from a business insider, okay? R&B has always been multifaceted, doll. What's Period. Be clear. Like, you girls kill me with this. You know the- And if I hear one more person say soul pop, that's not a thing. It's what? not a thing. What do that even mean? It's not a thing. It's, I, I don't know, but it's not a thing for me. Me soul music. Right. That can be pop. Like, people don't understand, like, Luther Vandross is, is pop. Whitney Houston is pop. Pay LaBelle is pop. Like, Michael Jackson is pop. Princess Michael is pop. Like, Aaliyah pop. Brandy pop. pop. Monica pop. Like, Mm-hmm. We can go on, on, and on, and on. Like, R&B has always been pop. Right. Get out of here, soul pop. What the fuck is a soul pop? You mean uh, soul music? They say anything. They just be saying anything nowadays. Anyway. About to get mad. Yeah, don't, don't. But, you know, like I said, we're in a good place with R&B right now. They ain't trying to kill our genre off no more, so... But them 24, that 2012 to 20, I'm still, tri- I'm still got, I'm still slightly triggered from the 2012 to 2015 years <laughs> when I felt like they were trying to take my genre away from me. Listen, I'm triggered. Yeah, look. Triggered, okay. Okay. Shout out to Janae. You. <laughs> well, you knew the picture was bigger. All right. Let me not. Okay. Right, you about to lean into a moment. Jan- Janelle, I'll take you there. Lean not into your own understanding. <laughs> well, as we wrap up the show, I just wanted to thank you one more time. No, thank y'all for having me. This is so much fun. Oh my god, it's like I, I feel like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> I'm a ling Look, everything. I feel virginal right now. Like I'm about to get that nigga that like I've been wanting to give my pussy to for the first time. Ah! That's how I feel right now. I feel my spirit feels warm and fuzzy. You fulfill. Thank y'all for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we could do that for you. <laughs> it's not gonna last more than a minute, but um, because that's that's usually what first time sex is like. <laughs> um, we find that in the name of Jesus as well in 2021. Okay. Listen, nobody wants virginal sex. Virginal. Oh. Mm. Although some people had good virginal sex. I wasn't one of them. 
Yeah, I wasn't. Oh was no, <clears throat> it was giving. Yeah, sure. the girl, the girl <laughs> did. The girl, the girl did not know that she was supposed to flee the first time. Oh, yeah. This is why we need to come on your show. So <laughs> we're going to schedule that in the name of the Lord. Okay. Amen. Hallelujah. Bulletin says the sites will be on. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so I claim it and I, I I claim it and I confirm it. Stephanie literally tweeted. First of all, I tweeted about Stephanie earlier today because she was shocked that somebody that I showed her that I thought was cute. And then in the group chat, somebody said Muse always doing something. And I was like, what I do now? And Stephanie was like, what do you mean? We talked about butts for an hour last night. All right. We but, did. And this is a recurring theme in our conversation. Okay. <laughs> what were y'all talking about in regards to butts? <laughs> boy, boy that we like butts. Okay. Niggas' asses be so fat, young. Like, yeah, they do. Not mine, but... Oh, let me tell y'all something. Before we go... Before, oh, my God. So before... So when I first met Muse, I was like, he's a big-ass bottom, right? <laughs> Oh, misconceptions. You, you know what? And I did not know until you said something. I was like very shocked. And then it all kind of came full circle. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, the hair and the clothes fool people. No, That's it's not no, 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 no. It's not the it's not just the it's not the clothes, it's the ass. You got like you, you got body out and the way you body the way you say it's the it's the it's the unreleased Cassie in his eyes. Like it's the it's the body, like your body is sculpted like a like the dream bottom. Like all bottoms want to look like you physically. Like I looked at your I, yeah, exactly. It's inspiration. You give inspirational bottom body. Literally had this conversation the other day with a close friend of mine. And he was just like, wait, so what? Like, I wouldn't even know how to put you on a date because what do you give in the bedroom? And then I was just like, see, here we go. It's, it's the hair again. I ain't even say nothing out my mouth and it's the hair. I'm no, it's the body. It's the body. So apparently, because he said this, he was just like, no, you have a fat ass. So like, duh, I thought that you were bottom. I was just like, oh, okay. So that's what it was. I wear long t-shirts for a reason. What's happening? Muse, you can't hide that ass. <laughs> That's you ass. Pat, no, everybody, this has been an amazing time. That's ass, Pat. The e pray thought cycle. Bitches are dying, BR and DR for your ass. And don't you ever forget it. I'm hollering. They're reading me. They're reading me. Like, if you ever, bitch, ever come for you, you tell her, but you know what, bitch? Bitches are dying in DR to get my ass. How dare you just I know that's me. right. I don't know that's right. Oh. <laughs> no more death on the table, dolls. Oh. <laughs> on that note. Right. Thank you so much, Savoy. Thank y'all for having me. No, for real. I'm going to hit y'all up this weekend about... Y'all coming on the show? Cause yeah, of course. We yeah. don't got nothing else to do. It's a quarantine. Mm -hmm. Right. Everything is we'll, we'll get it done. Yes. Thank you so much again. I promised on my left titty. Oh, <laughs> that, was my right, that was my right titty, but nonetheless, left titty. <laughs> the King of Bussy has spoken. That is one more episode for the books, y'all. Thank you so much again, Savoy. Thank you. We'll talk to you on your show. 